So let me, I'm going to put it all together. It says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the miracle working power of God unto rescuing me, save, um, giving me safety, and delivering me. And this is to everyone that believeth. So understand that through the word of God, this is how you receive your miracles. And through the word of God is how you get rescued, how you find safety, and how you get delivered is all through the word. No word, no deliverance. No word, no safety. No word, there's no rescue. No word, there's no miracle working power. So understand it's all attached to God's word. So this is why the sower sows seed in you so you can experience it, so you can experience the miracle working power and that you can experience refuge or rescue. You can re receive safety and deliverance. Manifested Glory Worship Center. Kingdom focused, kingdom minded, kingdom living. This is the Rhema Talk Podcast and you're listening to Pastor Damon C. Johnson, founder and senior pastor of Manifested Glory Worship Center. Well, today, church, we're going to start a new series. Um, you know I like to teach in series because I can't get everything out in one week. And so we're going to start a new series today. And so, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn me to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 4. If you do not have your Bibles, we will definitely have the, the uh, scriptures on the monitors for you. Mark chapter 4. And we're going to probably cover most of this, 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 this chapter. We're going to break it down each week, a little bit at a time. Okay? Mark chapter 4, we're going to start at verse 2. When you get it, please say, I got it. If you're still turning, say, hold up. No problem. Mark. Amen. Mark chapter 4. Let's get there together. Mark chapter 4. Amen. But before we read our text, let me just say this. Why is a question we, as people, often ask? We ask why. And most of the time, our question is towards God. God, why? Why my husband got to act crazy? Why my wife got to be wilding out? Why my children got to act crazy? Why my finances got to be jacked up, God? Why my health got to be questioned, God? And so we ask God the question, and here's the thing. Most of the time, our resolve is, well, everything happens for a reason. That's our resolve. But here's the problem. We're still puzzled and still confused about the reason why. So we'll say everything happens for a reason, but we don't know the reason why. So then we go back to the question, why? I believe our text today is going to answer a lot of questions to your why. And, 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 and you're going to see how you play a part in your own why. Y'all quiet. Y'all right in this Lutheran church? Y'all okay? Amen. I need y'all to talk back to a brother. Or oh, I'm going to get the amens from the lights and from the walls. Amen. And so, so let's, let's go to our text. Mark chapter 4. Let's start at verse 2. Look what it says here. It says, Then he taught them many things by parables and said to them, in his teaching, listen, behold, a sower went out and sowed. And it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where there did not take, there was not much earth and immediately it sprung up because it had no depth in the earth. But when the sun 
was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among thorns. And the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground. And it yielded crop, and it sprang up, increased and produced, listen to this, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. And he said to them, hear, he who have ears to hear, let him hear. Jump down to verse 13. And he said to them, do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? So we have here, let's stop there. We're going to get through, through most of this text. Now, this particular story or this particular parable is recorded in all three of the synoptic gospels. It's recorded here in Mark 4, it's recorded in Matthew 13, and it's recorded in Luke 8. And the reason why it's recorded in all three synoptic gospels is because it shows us how important this is. Jesus is saying here that this parable is important. Now, what is a parable? The Greek word for parable, I'm going to teach you today. The Greek word for parable is paraleia, and it means to compare or comparison. And so what a parable is, is God will take a natural thing, and he will use that natural thing to teach us a spiritual thing. You got to understand, Jesus lived on a time where there was always farmers and, and planters. So he used these very natural things that everybody can understand. And hidden in that was a spiritual principle. And so we have here a parable that Jesus is saying, this parable, if you don't understand this one, you won't understand none of them. And so this one parable is the key to understanding all of the parables that Jesus taught. This parable will teach us several things. It will teach us what God does and why. It will teach us, it will explain what Satan does. It will also explain to us what we do, what happens to us, and how it happens to us, and why it happens to us. All of that in this one parable. So let's go through. Look at verse 14. Verse 14 says, the sower sowed the word. So let's explain what that means. The sower is God. And what he is sowing is his word. Now, let me ask you a question. When you sow something, when you put a seed, where do you have to put it? The ground is made of what? God went down to the earth and he formed man from the dirt, from the ground, and from the form of dirt, from, from, from the dirt of the ground. And he breathed into man the ruah, the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. So, so, so guess what you are? You are made of... So when the, when the sower sowed his seed, he's sowing it into ground, into some dirt. Because he knows if I put my word in dirt, that that word will grow and it will produce fruit. And guess what happens with fruit? It's not just for you to enjoy, but others may come up and partake in the fruit that grew in you. So you are the ground, church. You are the dirt. Because we were made from the dirt. But God is the sower, and he's sowing a seed. And the Bible declares that the seed that he's sowing is his word. Am I making any sense so far? Okay. So, 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 but according to the text, there are four types of dirt. There's four types of ground that the word is going to come in contact with. Let's keep reading. Let's look at verse 15. Let's keep reading our text. Verse 15. It says, and... These are the ones by the wayside that the word 
is sown. When they heard, so let me stop right there. When they heard, which means the ground is people. You don't call the ground they. So it lets us know that God is the sower and that we as people are the ground. Okay, it says, and when they heard, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word which was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who, when they heard the word, immediately received it with gladness, and they did not have root in themselves, and so endure, so endure for a time. Afterwards, when tribulation and persecution arise from the, for the word's sake, immediately they stumbled. Hmm. Now, these are the ones that sold on thorns. They are the ones who heard the word, and when the cares of this world, the deception of, richness, of riches, riches, and the desires of other things entered, entering and choked the word, and it became unfruitful. But these are the ones that sold on good ground. These are the ones who heard the word, accepted it, bear fruit, listen, some 30-fold, some 60, and some hundred. So God is telling us here, church, that God is the sower and that he's going to sow his seed, which is the word. But there's four types of ground that the, that the word is going to fall on. Words going to fall on, on ground is by the wayside, stony ground, thorny ground, and good ground. Okay? Uh, so, so we have that here. We have, here's the by the wayside, here's the stony, here's the thorn, Thorny, and here's the, the good ground. So which, my oh, I can give you my sermon title. Which part are you? Which part are you? Are you the stony one? The, the one by the wayside, the thorny one, or are you good ground? Because you, you are ground. And the word's gonna come, so you gotta decide, the choice is yours, which part you're gonna be. Okay? So, so, so the question is, why does the sower plant the word in, these, in this ground? I'm glad you asked. Uh, put on the screen for me Romans 1, verse 16. I want us to look at this together. We're gonna, I'm, I'm going to teach you this morning. I'm going to lay the groundwork for this series. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Okay, look what it says. Here. I'm going to read it from the New King James. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes it for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Now, give me a moment to break this down. It says, Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is power. Now, this word power in the Greek is dudamus. Now, the word dudamus here means uh, miracle working ability, okay? So, let's replace miracle working ability with power. So, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it's the miracle working ability of God unto salvation to anyone that believes okay so 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 understand that miracles are attached to God's word and that without the word there are no miracles and so without and understand that 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 through the word he says the, now understand the gospel of Christ is the word of God right so the word of God attached to the word of God is the, the miracle working power of God unto salvation now the Greek word for salvation is soteria and soteria means rescue, safety, and deliverance. So let's replace it with that. So let me, I'm going to put it all together. It says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the miracle working power of God unto rescuing me, save, um, giving me safety, and delivering me, and this is to everyone that believeth. 
So understand that through the word of God, this is how you receive your miracles. Through the word of God is how you get rescued, how you find safety, and how you get delivered is all through the word. No word, no deliverance. No word, no safety. No word, there's no rescue. No word, there's no miracle working power. So understand it's all attached to God's word. So this is why the sower sowed seed in you so you can experience so you can experience the miracle working power and that you can experience refuge or rescue. You can re- receive safety and deliverance. The problem is that it's only going to happen to those who are good ground. If the word comes to you and you're not good ground, then it's going to fly right over your head. And see, many people in church, they don't receive a word because they're on their phone texting. They're on Facebook when the word is going forth. Amen, lights and walls. So, 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 so when that happens, or you're distracted, you don't hear a word, then you wonder why I'm not receiving my miracles. You ain't getting no word. Uh, can, can, I, can I park in some of your spots? Uh-huh. So, so the sower sows word so we can experience it. Now, another word for sowing is spreading. So when, when God is sowing him, he's spreading his word. Um, and again, when he spreads his word, it's going to fall into four categories. It's either going to fall on by the wayside, on stony ground, on, on thorny ground, or on good ground. The question is, which ground are you? Which pot are you? So the next question is, how does God sow the seed? How does he spread his word? I'm glad you asked that question. Here's, here's it. Put it on the screen for me. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Look what it says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Look what it says here. It says, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. Now jump down to verse 21. Look what it says here in verse 21. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message that preached to save those who believed. Okay? Now, now, now let me show you something here. It says that through the preach message that people will that they'd be saved and, and they will hear the word. So understand what that word saved mean. That word saved or saved in the Greek is so diafriso. And that means to preserve. So understand what it says here is that by the foolishness of preaching that they will be, those will be preserved who believe it. So if you are, if you're a saved, that means God has preserved you. That means he has set you apart. And, and, and so it's through, so what God, how he sowed his seed of his word is through preaching and teaching. This is how he sows his word. And so what you're experiencing right now is God sowing seed. Through the preaching and the teaching of God's word is how he sowed his seed. Now, there's another way that God sowed his seed. Put on the screen for me, John 16, verse 13. John 16, verse 13. Look what it says here. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide us unto all truth. He, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell us things to come. So it says the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. 
Okay? Now, let me tell you what it says here in John 17, 17. It says, and John, it says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is true. So you can replace the word true. And there we go. Amen. Now, 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 now go back to John. Let me go back to the, the previous scripture. Um, go back to John 16, 13. Look what it says here. It says that the spirit of truth is come and he will guide you in all truth. Now we just read that the truth is a word. So you can replace the word truth with word. So he will guide you in all of the word. The Holy Spirit will. And listen, this is what I love about the Holy Spirit. And he shall not speak of himself, but whatever he hears, he will speak. So what is he hearing? The word of God. So he's going to speak to you what he has heard, which is the word. And so he's going to speak to you. So it's two ways that you can receive the seed of the word. It's either going to be through the preaching and teaching or the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. Now, here's the problem. We, we in modern day church, we get spooky when, you know, we think we're spooky when we say the Holy Spirit going to speak to you. Now, here's the problem. You if I told you your phone will speak to you, you ain't got no problem with that. If I say your TV goes speak to you, you ain't got no problem with that. So that's the Holy Spirit go, oh, God. We get all creeped out because we think, you know, oh, Lord. You know, believe it or not, the Holy Spirit speaks to you more than you realize. You just don't know his voice. You don't recognize his voice. See, that still small voice that say, don't do that. That's the Holy Spirit. Don't turn here. Turn over here. Don't say that. That's still, and then, and then after you disobey the voice, you say, something told me not to do that. The Holy Spirit. That's his job, to guide us. He's trying to give you direction, but you ain't listening to him because your radio is too loud. Or you ain't paying attention. And then we question his voice. Is that God or somebody else speaking? Hmm. The Bible says that his sheep would know his voice. And the only way you're going to know his voice is to keep listening for his voice. Now, now, if a voice is telling you, jump over the bridge, there ain't the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you to counsel that voice out. But if the voice is telling you, you need to bridle your tongue and, 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 and don't, don't say that. That's him. And we, we all ain't listening to him. I'm going to listen to him because I want to listen to me because I want to get mad. I, I, I want to do this. And then, we get, and then we get out of character. Dude, so I thought you were a Christian. I thought you went to church. Now you just destroy your testimony. And you say, man, something told me not to say that. Holy Spirit said, I told you so. But that's him trying to speak. So it's two ways that, that God will sow his seed. It is through the preaching and teaching and through the Holy Spirit. So again, my question to you, church, is which pot are you? So God is sowing his teaching, he's still preaching. So let's go back to Mark 4. But you know what, I want, as, you're, as you're going there, let me just ask you this. Why is the world in the church in the state that it's in now? You know why? The lack of word. See, I don't know if you was raised like me, but I was raised in church. See, I had to go to Sunday school. That, I know that might be a, a foreign word to some people in here. We had to go to Sunday school. And then, now I was Catholic growing up. And I, we had, in the youth choir, sing at a 10 o'clock mass. So I had to stay for 10 o'clock service. And then we had a 12, 15 mass. I had to go to that too. And then, it, and then if there was anything throughout the week, I had to be there too, choir rehearsal and this and that. And he, we was always in church. I can't get the church to come out to one evening service. I'm talking about y'all. Yeah, y'all. I can't even get the whole church to come to our anniversary. You know why? Because we're not receiving enough word. 
they not get enough seed in you. And, and, and then sometimes you do get a seed, and, and, then, and, and then I'm going to talk about this in a minute, but then it fall by the wayside. Then you wonder why I ain't growing. Why, 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 I'm not, why I'm in the same spot I was five years ago? No word. Not enough planting of the word. How, how often do you come to church? Once a month? Once every other month? That ain't, that ain't enough word to fill your pot. Every time these doors open, you should be here. Get as much as you possibly can get. Because you got to go back out there. And they ain't going to be nice to you. And guess what? They have no answer for you. The answer is in the word. And so if you only, if you only getting your, your hey, check this out. Again, word is food. How many of y'all eat once a month? Raise your hand. Anybody eat here once a month? Don't see nobody eats once a month here. So why would you feed your spirit once a month? Why would, you, why would you feed your spirit some, some twice a month? Some, Lord, three times a year. That's right, Christmas, Easter, Mother's Day. That's how, that's how often they feed their spirit. And then wonder why nothing is bearing fruit in my life. Wonder why I'm the same way I've been for the past 10 years. No growth, no movement, no nothing. Because you're not, it's the frequency of, of the planting. Again, it comes through the Holy Spirit and the preaching and teaching. If you're not here for the preaching and teaching, then no word is being planted. Plain and simple, church. Can't make it no plainer than that one. But, 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 but you have to feed yourself. And we make all excuses. Well, you know, Sunday is when we have our son plays football. So you're willing to pass your meal up for football. I'm par- I know I'm parking in some spots. And I don't care. Get mad. Well, you know, Sunday is our, our family day. Sunday is when we, when we, we find all types of things, you know. Now, now, now understand, I know people got to work on Sunday. The Bible says the man don't work, he don't eat. Go to work. But you just pray that God will give you deliverance so you can be here on Sunday. But we also have Thursday night Bible study. You can come to that. Amen. Y'all getting quiet in this Episcopalian church. Y'all all right? Amen. See, I know, I know it stings when, when, when it hit home. But see, I like parking in y'all spots. Because when I park in your spots, it forces you to move. And when you move, you grow. So I'm going to park in your spot as much as I can. You're going to show up for your spot. I'm in it. You got to go somewhere else. And eventually, I will park in everybody's spot in here. Amen. Yeah, I'm going to park at your spot. Let's get back to Mark 4. Mark 4. Let's look, at, let, let's look at verse 14 and 15. Look what it says here. The sower sows the seed of the word, and these are the ones that fall by the wayside. Where the word is sown, when he hears it, Satan comes immediately and takes the word that was just sown in his heart. Now, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're just going to deal with one pot today by the wayside next week we're going to do stony each week we're going to do a different pot but, but today we're going to do by the wayside so, so in our text it says that when the, when, the, when, the, when the Lord sowed the seed Satan came by and took it but it don't say how but Matthew explains how put Matthew 13 up there for me let me show you what it says what Matthew said about this thing Matthew 13 verse 18 and 19 
It says, therefore hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, hmm. And that's what we preach and teach here, the kingdom of God. Because that's what he brought back to us, a kingdom, a government. Okay? And listen, and they do not understand it. Then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is he who received the seed by the wayside. So let me explain what this means. So he says, for those who do not understand it, that word understand in Greek is suaniema, which means to consider it. So let's put the consider there. So when one hears the word of the kingdom of God and does not consider it, then here comes Satan and he takes it away. When you don't consider God's word, in other words, when you don't consider that means you're like, I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't believe that it's for me. I know I'm in somebody's spot. When you can, when you can say something in this book is not for you, but other things is like if I preached on prosperity, how God gonna over, oh, I can receive that. If I actually live right, oh, that ain't for me. You don't consider that word. We only, because you know we're selfish, we only consider words that benefit and not just us, our flesh. Anything that's going to feed our spirit? No, God. No, not, that's not for me. And that, you know why we don't consider it? Because a lot of times if the word comes and if it's sensitive to your lifestyle, then God, we can't consider that. Can I just talk about it? If I preach a word about your sexuality, it ain't my word. If I say it out of here, oh, God, I can't believe that, God. I don't consider that. So if you don't consider it, then you have now allowed the seed to fall by the wayside. But, but what if I come on a word and said, your adulterous ways? Oh, it ain't for me. I don't consider that. Then that means you have allowed the seed to fall by. Now, now some, some people, ain't me. I, you they, oh, no, I'm, I'm too holy for that. I got one for all of y'all. Here you go. See, 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 I like to set you up. I had to set you up because if I, was, if I say one thing, I'm like, oh, they, 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 I don't have to consider that word because it wasn't for me. But here's one that all of us can consider. Look what, look what the Lord says here in Matthew 5. Matthew 5, 43 and 40, 44. Look what it says here. It says, you have heard this was said. You should love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Have you considered this one? Do you understand this? Now God... I can receive a word about prosperity, but now you're telling me to love my enemies. I can't consider that. You don't know what they did to me, God. You don't know how they treated me. You know how they talked about me. You don't know how they spat in my face. God, I can't consider it. If you do not consider this word, you also have allowed the word to fall by. Let me show you how the, how the wayside works. Come here for a minute, Tosh. So this is, this is us. Remember, we're the ground. God has a word for you. Here's the seed of his word. 
so I, you come to church on Sunday, and here's the word on loving your enemy. God's trying to sow the, the word into you. He's trying, to, he's trying to get the word in there. But you don't want to consider. You want to let it fall. So, come, come on, come on. I'm trying to sow seed, bro. I'm trying to, trying to give you this word. So God will try a couple times. He'll try to put that word in you. But when you don't consider it, now it has fallen. Come here for a minute. Come here for a minute, Deacon Luke. So when it falls by the wayside, the Bible says that the enemy comes and snatches it away. His big self, look at him. <laughs> That's right. And that's what happens. And, 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 and look, and look, and look, come, come in for a minute, Dick. You know why it happens that way? Because he don't want you to go back and get it again. Because if you ever grab hold of that word, it might change your life. Remember, it's going to do two things. It's going to have power, which is the dudamus, right? Which is the miracle working power. He don't want you to get the miracle out of it. So he's going to come by and snatch it. And also it's going to be soteria. It's going to be salvation to you. He don't want you to get it. So he comes by because you didn't want it. You threw it by the wayside. And because you didn't want it, he's going to come by and take it. And now you'll never be able to get it again. That word could have been your deliverance. That word could have been your breakthrough. It could have been the thing that could have set you free, but you didn't want to consider it. And because you didn't consider it, you threw it by the wayside. Now the enemy have come and snatched it away from you. And that seed good, ain't it? I mean, let me get some of that seed. Come on, bro. Let me, let me get some of that seed myself. Lord have mercy. Gotta get it down inside this dirt. You see what I'm saying? Help me, help me, Holy Spirit. Thank you, brothers. So today, we just going to cover by the wayside. Have mercy. See, when the word is good, you want to get as much of it in you as you can. Lord, have mercy. I won't eat that whole bag. I got to watch my blood pressure. Amen. Brother, brother got to watch his blood pressure. But, but understand, that's what God wants to give you. He wants to give you his word. But if you are the ground that's by the wayside and you won't consider it, now your life going to stay the exact same way it is now. No miracles, no rescue, no deliverance, and no safety. You have to at least consider the word. At least consider it. God, you said it, so it got to be true. Whether we like it or not, whether it's coming for us or not, we have to accept it. Now, there is a benefit. Now, we're going to cover, we're going to shout when we get to the good ground. But there's a benefit in being good ground. Let me show you. I'm going to close with this scripture. I'm done. Let me show you. 
chapter, chapter, chapter uh, 4 of Mark, verse 20. Here's the benefit. Look what it says here. But these are the ones that sow on good ground. Listen, those who heard the word, accepted it, okay? And look what it says here. And, and bear fruit. Some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100-fold. Can I explain what that means to us? So say, for example, the word came forth about your financial breakthrough, right? You need a, you need a financial breakthrough. God took the seed, you received it, right? So that, that, that thing began to bear fruit in your life. So what God wants to do is he wants to multiply that word in your life. 30, for some of y'all 30, for some of y'all 60, 100 times, fold means times. So, 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 so you're just looking for a, a one for one blessing. God says, no, I got a 30 times what you asked for a blessing. I got a 60 times what you asked me for. I got a hundred times what you asked me for a blessing because it bear for fruit. That's the beautiful thing about a seed. When you put a seed in the ground, it's just a seed. But that seed's going to grow into a tree. It's going to have a lot of fruit. You see? And that's what he wants. He wanted to bear forth fruit. And that fruit is going to benefit you and everybody else around you. But you got to be good ground. Let's say you needed a healing. And the word came forth for your healing. If you receive that word, you're going to receive it in abundance, 30, 60, 100 fold. Let's say the word came forth for, for, for whatever you believe in God, to mend a relationship. He says that word came forth that he can restore whatever you lost. If you can receive that word and let it bear forth fruit, it's going to bear forth 30, 60, 100 fold. God said, I can multiply your blessing in your life, but you got to be good ground. You got to consider my word and know that my word is true. So I just want to close with my first question to you, church. Which part are you? Which one are you? So today we talk about by the wayside. Next Sunday we're going to talk about stony ground. Which one are you? Stand on your feet. We're done. Thank you for listening to the Raymond Talk Podcast. To listen to this message or past sermons, download the Mixcloud app in the Google Play or iTunes Store. Go to mgwc.net to join and get the latest church announcements. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Thank you again for listening to the Raymond Talk Podcast. Hope you'll join us next time.